0: Okay, so it's been a crazy week, huh? Crazy, crazy week. Uh, So, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, also known as the Notorious RBG. She had been sick for some time. We had a couple of close calls and scares, but uh, Sis finally said, I've done all that I could do. I held on for as long as I held on. And uh, she has passed away at the age of 87 from... Metastatic pancreatic cancer. I hope I said metastatic, pedic, <laughs> metastatic, right? Because I feel like I have a hard time saying that word when I'm reading it. But yes, yeah, she um, was, you know, legendary. You know, one of the few women on the Supreme Court in this country. Um, I think now that she's gone, the only woman left is uh, Sonia Sotomayor. Yes. And everybody else is men, which is insane. Hmm. Like seriously, like the fact that in 2020 we we still over here with one lady on the thing is crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So it's just it's really sad that she's passed away because, you know, your boy 45 is definitely gonna try to pull a shenanigan and
2: elect somebody before the election.
0: Elect somebody. Put somebody in there before the election mm-hmm. and. I just feel like keep the same energy that y'all kept when Obama was getting ready to leave and uh, uh, Justice Scalia died. Like literally an hour after Justice Scalia died, Mitch McConnell tweeted something like, um, let the American people have a say in who the next justice is going to be. This president shouldn't um, put somebody in there as his term is ending. So I'm like, I want y'all to keep the same energy now. But I know y'all not going to, because I believe I saw something uh, where Trump said he wants to get someone in there um, expeditiously. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, I want y'all Republicans to keep that same energy.
2: I want you to know that this whole presidency has been about not keeping the same energy.
0: Bruh, bruh, <laughs> this bruh,
2: whole, this bruh. Whole That's a
0: whole, that's a mouthful right there. <laughs> the whole that's whole presidency a mouthful.
2: has been. We're not keeping the same energy. No, no.
0: <laughs> They're like energy? What energy? Huh?
2: The whole the whole presidency was that.
0: Yeah. Like no, y'all we, just y'all just not, would not, not let Barack energy. do anything. Y'all had Barack hands tied and feet tied. But all of a sudden the shackles came off and y'all can dance. And so now y'all just doing anything. Yeah. I, Anything's I, I, I happening think, here.
2: I think this whole presidency has been a play in not keeping the same energy. So I don't I don't expect any energy to be kept.
0: I really hope that the people down to the Congress, to the Senate, to the whoever, absolutely, positively do not entertain any conversation about bringing in a new Supreme Court justice until after this election. Yeah, I really don't. I really hope that those people will see this nonsense for what it is, this attempt for what it is and say, nah, you can't do this, my guy. You got to chill. Word. Because no. No we We can't have you, you already got that Brett Kavanaugh in there, which is still unbelievable to me. like that man is a whole confirmed like rapist and sexual assaulter, and somehow he made it into the highest office, yeah, judicially in the land. like that is absolutely bananas to me,
2: but like like I said, the whole presidency has been not keeping the same energy not I at all. I don't spit I don't expect energy to be kept forward, mm. Quizziness, Quizziness. I, 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 would, I feel as if Even if it goes past Election day He would still appoint somebody Right I'm like my guy He could not be elected next term And still appoint Because he's still technically president To January mm-hmm. so I, He can still technically still Yeah I feel like he'll still do that he be like yeah I'm just gonna do this mm-hmm. anyway. Like it's, The energy will not be kept Um, But rest in peace Ruth, Ruth Bader, Ginsburg. Bader Ginsburg,
0: Flatbush finest, and she was from Flatbush. That's that's why I said it.
2: But um, just real quick, I want to do that before you start. Yeah, and let's get into it.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 it's the All Love No Fear podcast. Hey. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Check us out. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear podcast. Podcast, podcast.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear
0: Podcast. Hey! scratch! Was that necessary? You felt yeah. like you had to?
2: A little bit. Uh-
0: <laughs> I'm becoming very weary. Very, very weary on this podcast. So,
2: right, I don't um- know. <laughs> um but yeah so uh real quick thank you for coming to the all love no fear podcast with your host
0: mm-hmm. me kb you know the
2: vibes and your co-host myself mr mark metapoetic bennett
0: praise the lord you introduced yourself this time i didn't guess it no <laughs> this i don't I have time i told y'all i was done
2: <laughs> this podcast oh wait a minute um, y'all I... thought i was finished i was i am finished that's right um, when A&D. I bought
0: that the money, I thought it was red. Flexing on these, I'm like Cock-eye on the spinach double. Yeah, that's the team, Rosé the captain, now, lieutenant. Sorry. You know when you when you start the song, you gotta gotta kind of get into it for a little bit. You can't just you can't just drop it. You gotta you gotta go. Shout out to Meek Mill, greatest album intro of all time.
2: Yes, hands down, no argument. Yes, big fact. There are contenders, but that is that is that is very close.
0: Yeah, it's 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 up there. Yeah, it's up there. It's like. Number
2: one or two, definitely not even three. One or two. I'm trying to think of other the intros. There's there's there are some good contenders. I will say that.
0: Okay.
2: There's some good contenders. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, really quick. Um, if you notice, we did it through the sponsor message. We're going to do it verbally this time. Um, just FYI, this podcast is always usually sponsored by our company. The Bonafide Lyrics Marketing, which is yep, our marketing yep. agency, where we focus on marketing artists, is where creativity meets business. And creatives, yes. For artists and creatives, creatives yes. specifically, who have a message. And our, we uh, do business plans, marketing plans, social media management, website design, print design, all of the things, logo design, um, anything you need to help market your creativity. We are here. Verd, Um Thank you for coming to Season 3 Episode 8
0: Yep that's correct Season 3 Episode 8 Of the All Love No Fear Podcast Yes Okay yes, yes.
2: Um Shout out to the people On Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts iHeartRadio Podbean Himalayas Is that it?
0: Holiday places them Holiday places
2: Yep And um Thank you for everyone Who supports us Those, uh...
0: We appreciate y'all
2: Alright Um Anything we talk about, we would go right into it. Hello. Um Hello. your week was okay?
0: Yeah, it was cool. It was it was cool. I had it was busy. Um baby girl started preschool, so it was like, you know, high levels of anxiety at the beginning of the week. By the end, felt pretty comfortable, you know, was relaxed a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, you know, it's been it's been a time. I feel like this uh, past six months of COVID have been, like, one long week.
2: Yeah, it's, it's been long.
0: And I'm just like, what's going on? So it was, like, nerve-wracking in the sense of her going to preschool, but also, like, some excitement. Yeah. Something different from what we've been doing, like, kind of day in and day out Correct. for the last six months. So
2: it was cool. It's, it's interesting because you kind of... <clears throat> I was saying this before you don't know <clears throat> the level of intelligence of your child, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is bad but until you compare them to other children <laughs> um, because like like I know Avery smart because like she learns a lot of things and she, I know she is smart but it's it's but you don't know like how she is stacked up to others of her age and of her class. Because she's one of the younger people in the class Because she's still two And she's in pre preschool And um, most of the other kids are already three already um, Yeah We'll turn three this year mm-hmm. um, And her birthday is 9 to October So I was I we, we taught her a lot of things We taught her, her shapes, her colors, her animals Her numbers We go over letters We go over a lot of things with her Um, And she learns a lot of things, other ways too. She knows a lot of words, (laughs) so we didn't know how it stacked up to others. But we had, we got a report from the teacher that she's very smart, and that she knows a lot of things that they go over before they go when they go over it. So that so like made made us made us very proud parents. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Made us very proud that we um, that we made sure that she had what she needed.
0: Indeed, because, you know, I kind of felt crazy after um, daycare closed and we weren't sure when it was going to open back or if it was going to open back. Like, what are we going to do with her? Like, we can't just have her sitting here like on a tablet or watching TV all day. I mean, she did way more of that than I would have liked. But, yeah, you know, when you're still expected to produce work, yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to give your child the attention that you would like to. So she did spend a lot of time watching sh- educational shows and on her tablet watching these random children she watches on YouTube.
2: But she did learn a lot from them also.
0: She sure did. She sure did. Um she definitely learned a lot more words, a lot more animals, colors, the whole shebang. So I guess it was, you know, it worked out.
2: She she, she did she learned she did a lot more educational programs than anything else.
0: Yeah, like she's not just sitting around like, you know.
2: Like of course she did her little Peppa Pig yeah, <laughs> stuff like and like because now who, now
0: she goes on holiday. I'm yeah. like every no one's going on a holiday, but and, okay,
2: um, whatever. She did her little people who review toys, and she did that of course. Mm-hmm. But she did a lot more of the educational shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, Word party and y- such.
0: Yes, yes. So she's, been he- learn- she's been learning. She's been learning songs and choreo. Oh my god! Did I tell you how she was watching today? Actually, she was watching Word Party. No, no, no. One of her toys. The teapot. It has a song, and when she finished the song, singing it, she decided she was going to play the song on her little piano. So she was like, "I must add um, piano piano chords to this, so the people she know." She added jazz up his ass. Yeah, she added a little razzmatazz. She was like, "Okay, <laughs> I see what y'all doing on the teapot. It's super cute or whatever. But let me just give you a live a live recording situation, so you can you can hear these chords. You can hear these notes. Dun 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun dun. She was very serious about it. So you know she's developing her musical skills it's really it's really been a great time
2: yeah get, get, getting her ear together
0: yes getting her she's got an ear for music she yeah. really does because she be she be jamming whenever we put on like soca she be jamming she'd be like, like she, she that's likes, my people i know what time like, it is she likes to drum she likes to drum and then she jams the gospel music too she'd be back there giving us praise dances yeah so you know she's just she's, she's, she's doing what she's supposed to do Word. i'm pleased word word, word. i'm proud of my baby
2: um, let's get right into love it or to lose it. Let's not hold you.
0: We ain't even gonna hold you. All right. Love it or lose it. As a pastor gets ready to hold you. Every time. Every time. Um, <laughs> I don't know why people lie like that. It's so rude. No. It's like, sir, you getting ready to hold me. Like, don't even. <sighs> I'm love a little triggered. It. Love
2: it or lose it. Love it or, or lose it. Lose love it. it or lose hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Love it or lose, lose it.
0: it. Hey, 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 hey. We're doing better at this.
2: Uh, We're doing a lot better. Hi, right, Fabio. Um. you
0: call me Fabio? You're so rude. Hey, hey, hey. I forgot about that. <laughs> he do, hey, hey, bow. All the bow, time. Bow, bow. I'm like, sir, get out of my ears with that. <laughs> That's why I can't really, like, when you start with all that bow, bow I'm like, all right, I can't. I got to turn this off. I can't. Mm-mm. Much respect to Fabio, though. Much respect to him and what he's doing out there. For drill music, I just... Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, um... um, Love or Lose It, we usually have four choices. One person has the choices in their head. And we have to take those four choices. You have to choose one that you will love, hold on to, never let go. And one you will lose, throw away, and everything that comes with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And... The four categories we have... Aw... Has to do with, I would say, music. Okay. Um, and how your sliders are. We we've, we've we've had this constant thing talking my sliders. So
0: you explain what look, sliders are.
2: Sliders means when you listen to music, you look for different things. Um, everybody has their sliders in different places, right?
0: What are sliders?
2: What are sliders?
0: Yes. What are they?
2: They slide. What do you want to slide?
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> sliders are criteria. <laughs> By which you choose <laughs> what, do you mean what, it's like? what you because people don't know what that means. If you don't listen to the Joe Budden podcast, you might not know what that means. That's why I'm asking for clarification. I'll, I'll,
2: I'll explain what 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 the what the, what the, what the, where the categories Jesus are. Nauseous, <laughs>
0: right?
2: Meaning man. like you have different categories. <laughs> that's know, what I'm trying to get to. Like you know how you have the slider with the it goes one to ten, and they go off and on. Like when you have different music and you try to EQ, that's kind of what how we listen to music. Like certain times, sometimes content flow beat um mess the message is it positive like all, all these different things that people um kind of um utilize and certain things factor higher for other people than others all right? okay and um the four criteria that i want to um talk about is and um for me it's gonna be, i'm i guess i'm talking more about hip-hop for this in general so the four um criteria is instrumental or beat flow lyrics and content right Uh and i'll i'll explain how it goes meaning when you um I, i guess this is more of what is the least important thing like if it's trash it'll be okay what is the most important thing when it comes down to music so Examples of you, all, so we can go from there. Go can, you, from there. Can,
0: you re- can you repeat the options? I got to write that down.
2: Content, flow, lyrics, and instrumental or beat. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. So instrumental or beat, of course, is the background. If that is jumping, is, will that be, If can everything else not be as good if that is the greatest thing? Flow means like, that. flow is kind of also a voice and like how you're saying it. Was mm-hmm. having a great flow
0: in comparison to the beat.
2: Correct. Yes. Um, lyrics is like your ability to rhyme words together.
0: So the wordplay.
2: The wordplay, your ability to rhyme words together. Mm-hmm. Your ability, like the science you do to put words together, and the then. Huh.
0: I said not the science.
2: <laughs> and then. Um, Content is what you are talking about. Okay. If you're talking about something specific. Okay. Okay. All right. That doesn't mean that if um, your last category is where you won't listen to the song or you think the song's trash, it's just sometimes certain factors will make your song better. And this is, we all kind of subconsciously do it, mm-hmm. which is why we have, why debates of music will always happen. Mm-hmm. Because people have different things of what they're looking for. Right. People look for different things. Um, and sometimes it's based off of how you were introduced to hip hop or whatever it is. Is that. Um, but go ahead. You want to go first? Huh. You're, you're lose it.
0: My lose it. Um, I would probably say subject matter content.
2: You'll lose it. Mm -hmm. What's happening?
0: My here. It's my what's occurring. It's my lose it because what? What is what is life? Listen. What? (sighs) What? What are you confused about? I I listen to a wide variety of songs, many of which, uh, content wise, are trash. They're not great. But I enjoy them because I like the flow and I like the beat. So if I actually listen to what's being said, I'm like, eh, this is all right. But,
2: but, but I don't know. Okay.
0: The other, the, to me, the other three are the thing that capture my attention. I don't care what you're talking about. If the flow is trash and the beat is trash, I'm not going to listen to it. My ears won't let me, it just will shut down. Like, I know it sounds crazy. But it's like, I was thinking about everything as you were saying it, and I was like, I was going to say beat at first, but then I'm like, I'm a whole liar. The beat is probably what captures me immediately. If I don't feel that, I'm never going to listen to the song. I don't care what you're talking about. If I don't like the beat, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm just not. So for me...
2: Who are you, Chris?
0: <laughs> I am a person with opinions, okay? I'm
2: allowed... You are allowed to have opinions.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, content for me is probably, it's important to me as a general. Absolutely. But of these things, the content is, it's kind of a negotiable for me. Like there are some songs that I can listen to, like that 5-year-old song, Big Drip, content garbage. But that beat and that flow, yes, God, I'm here for it. I'll bop. But content wise, when I actually listen to it, I'm like, he ain't even saying nothing. But it goes. I'm just being honest, and I'll listen to it. But, um, yeah, for me, content is is the least important of the four when it comes to my decision to like listen to something and like decide that I like it from a sonic perspective.
2: That explains so much of why we have conflict with music. (laughs) They explain so much.
0: Well, well, now that we've discovered the origin of this mystery, let's let's move forward. Huh?
2: So much to explained. Okay, I uh-huh. don't know. That's why I'm like, you
0: know how you know where we are on music, so I don't even know why you surprised that I said that. Yeah, because the type I, I of stuff I, I like, you absolutely do that, Kristen. This is garbage. I'm like, okay, correct, but it's, I, I it's didn't it's know lit. that
2: it was last. I knew that it probably wasn't.
0: Well, first of all, this was a setup, but here we are. What's I'm it? trying because why is this <laughs> because why you picked this? Why you picked this? You picked this <laughs> knowing what the, you knew what time it was when you picked I, this. I,
2: I didn't you knew know who
0: you, I was. I didn't know you
2: picked the content last. I did not know you did. It. <sighs> Mark, come on, come on. We like a lot of the same songs, so I figured. <laughs>
0: I said it's the least important. I wouldn't. I, th- this is a hypothetical. These are all hypothetical. So let's not get, you know, I'm up so, in arms. I'm
2: so sad. Uh, don't be sad. There are other so amazing sad. things about me that you
0: love. This is just one of the things that you judge me about. It's fine. It's okay. I'm okay with it.
2: All right. Um, honestly, for me, it's instrumental. Beat.
0: I, I can't relate. I don't understand.
2: Um, the reason why I say that is because if you have good content and you have a good flow, you can... I've seen people have great content, a phenomenal flow, and kill the most basic of beats.
1: Hmm.
2: Like someone had the basic of beats, but that content and that flow has made the song. Like, it could be the most basic of the beats, but your content can kind of, like, certain voices. um, Certain voices and how you say things and everything. Like, you can hear it in the beginning of how someone starts, starts a song before they even beat hits. I'm like, yo, how you said that, what you're talking about, like. like
0: but, I mean, how they said it to me is more wordplay than content.
2: How they said it is flow to me. So okay, it's, 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 it's when vo- I as, when I think how as, they as said voice, it, I'm thinking like
0: how they put the words together, not how they literally said it. That's what I that's what I think about. But I, I could see how it could be interpreted in both ways.
2: Yeah, because flow to me is kind of like flow is like your instrument to me. For hip hop, it's your instrument. It's how you um, how you say certain things. It's like this the certain pockets you go into how you hit certain things when you're, when you're, um, when you're flowing, like that's flow to me. It's like, you hit certain things a certain way you say it a certain way. And like that voice, your, your voice captures my attention. That, that, that's all flow to me. Okay. Um, and that's why I said that. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I've, I've seen that. I've, and I've, I've seen great beats with terrible content or terrible flow.
0: Mm-hmm. and I'll just be upset. I'm sorry.
2: Because, <laughs> like, I'll see a great beat, and it'll be that same flow that, like, it will be that, that crazy, like, stupid triple time flow that mm-hmm. everybody's using. I'm like...
0: What's an example of triple time flow for people who may not know?
2: Um, Migos. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and Migos does it great. I'm not going to take away from them. Right. <laughs> but it's just... I don't want, I don't need everybody to do the same flow.
0: <laughs> you don't want to hear that over and over again? Come on.
2: Like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing it.
0: You don't enjoy that? Does that it thrill of you?
2: That's fine. Uh,
0: That's fine.
2: <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I don't want to do it. Um, What'd you love it?
0: Um. Where's my piece of paper? I think my love it is wordplay or lyrics. I like to listen to what people.
2: So is lyrics not flow?
0: Not flow. Okay. Not flow. I can, I can deal with a number of flows as long as the way that you put your words together is clever. Cause I realize I like, like, specifically when it comes to hip-hop, I like artists who are clever with their wordplay. So, like, a Sean Smith, like, oh, my God, he, he blows my mind with his wordplay. Like, he has a song on Sink or Swim called um, SWP, which stands for Southwest Philly, but literally every word in the song follows the SWP uh, pattern. And it's just, it's insane. Like, just to hear it, like, it all makes sense. Like, the the metaphors he uses, it's just... Oh my god. So I love that. And it helps that, you know, his flow is also like ridiculous and he gives you different flows on each songs, but I on each song that he does, but I think for me um the lyrics and the way you can play with the with the words and make words fit in certain pockets of the beat and stuff like that. Like that really is what captures my attention. Yeah. So even if the the content itself is a little eh, I think I enjoy what people are able to do. And I'm not saying that Sean Smith's content is ad. I don't mean that at all. But um, I like what people are able to do with um, the words and the spaces and the pockets they're given within a song to um, to get their message across whatever it is. So it's like, you know, um, J. Cole is another person who says a lot of really great stuff. But I wouldn't argue that J. Cole's like, beats are the best but he says a lot of
2: which, which is which is my point is yeah what say?
0: he said he says a lot of really awesome stuff in the in the in the context of what he's given um who else do i do i really enjoy as a rapper like bust the rhymes lyrically i enjoy um also i enjoy his flow um but yeah i think for me lyrics are lyrics are more are more the thing that drive me. Cause even if a song has like a subpar beat or like a subpar, like the message itself is kind of like, eh, the way you play with words, I'll be like, well, you know what? All right. I like what you did there. I see what you, I see what you put together there. And I don't know if it's just like my like English major writing type thing that jumps out, but I get very excited when I hear people play with words and do interesting things with words that, are not commonly done or haven't been heard before. So, yes, lyrics is my
2: my love it. Um, I think my love it is content. Um, I know. Yeah, but like a lot of people think when I say content, I mean like has to be a positive message. It does not have to be a positive message, <laughs> but just what's like? Are you taking me on a journey with your words? Okay. You could talk about nonsense. You could talk about nonsense, but on a journey is different. Mm. <laughs> With your content is like, um, like I'm, I've been telling everybody, my favorite artist of twenty twenty is Toby. Oh yeah, it's my favorite artist, and, and like why? Because his music is. I am a Christian, who will knock you out. Right. <laughs> And I'm very, he, he's like I'm, this I'm, I'm, generation I'm cr- is
0: John P. Key. Yeah
2: John, I'm, I'm, P. Key I'm, be streets, yeah, John P. Key
0: used to be in the streets. If people don't know, John P. Key used to be in the streets. But he, and he, so he, is Toby. He, he,
2: didn't, he didn't put it in his music, but he put, yeah. Toby puts in his music.
0: He's like, I used to be in the streets, and you,
2: um you, just, you touch my wife, I'm going to hit. You. Like right. I feel like in like half of his songs is if you touch my wife, I will knock you out.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm like okay. And fats like cool story, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But um, Toby is kind of like. He's very pro black culture. He's very, very um, big on um, his wife and family. Very Christian, and very much like, I'll knock you out, and I smoke weed. <laughs> so it's it's such a complex. I I think like you get it's a his, very relatable. It's a it's a very complex, and situation. I I I enjoy like the content of how he puts he puts himself in all of his songs. Yeah, like you, you can see you can see who he is in his music, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what makes good content for me. Gotcha. I know who you are based off your music. You're not like the issue. I only issue I have with um, lyrics because lyrics without content does nothing for me. Content without lyrics is okay. Okay, Re, I I'm know. The I, I I know that because I've. Like listen to people with great content who wasn't saying like the great greatest way, mm-hmm. and I'll be like I didn't say it the great right way, but the content's cool mm. um it, 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 he took they took me on a good story. I appreciate the story, even though I didn't like appreciate all the lyrics <laughs> gotcha like it wasn't like the greatest deep lyrics, but I appreciate the story you're you telling me okay and i' I've, I've I know I've done that a few times. And gotcha. I put my higher up just because of the sto- the way that they put the story together.
0: Okay. I mean, I agree. There is something to be said for, you know, how you put the story together, even if you're not using the most intricate
2: of,
1: yeah.
0: of words. Um, but yeah, I, I still like lyrics. That's what I said.
2: No, no, it, 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 it's, it's, it's valid. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I thought this was going to be hard, but it was actually easier than I thought. I'm still, I'm still slaying at how flabbergasted you were that I said content was funny.
2: How, how dare you?
0: I mean, listen,
2: it, it's dare? the truth.
0: It's the truth. Like, and the thing is, it's very hard to find an artist who does all four of these well. Like, I don't, I can't think of really anybody. Who Who do you know of? You know what I'm saying. I'm not here to talk about Sean Carter. I'm not. <laughs> Let's just be 100% clear.
2: I'm just letting you know. You know what I'm going to say.
0: <sighs> okay. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent buying that story. Because Jay Z has some terrible beats that I can't stand and I never want to hear and it's fine. Which ones? Um
2: And if you're talking about something from four forty four, I get it. If you're talking about if you talk about like I'm talking about Blueprint.
0: Uh, I, we'll don't wanna, I don't want. I don't want to get into a Jay Z conversation we, we, right we now. Can, we can have this conversation. No, I don't want to because then we're going to spend like half an hour with you standing about Jay Z and me being like, I don't care actually. So just, you know,
2: just Blaze is fantastic. Okay, you, all right. Just Blaze right. has fantastic. Mates. Uh,
0: how how dare you? <laughs> I okay. Whatever. I I I just. There are some beats of his that I'm just like okay.
2: Oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna say like all his beats are f- fantastic, but there are a lot of great beats. Yes,
0: he does a great job at lyrical content mm-hmm. and flow, and mm-hmm. he does a great job of that. But like, even he doesn't hit all four all the time. Is what I'm trying to say.
2: I didn't say all the time, but he hits it a lot.
0: Well, I said, what did I? What, what, what was my words? Didn't I say there's there's very there's nobody that really gets it all the time? That's what I said.
2: You said all the time. I know you ears all the time
0: because mm-hmm. you was too busy getting ready to stand. You did you you close your ears off. You was getting ready to stand on your soapbox and stand Jay Z. You wasn't even paying attention to what I said. So, yes.
2: but he hits it more often than than not.
0: Okay, okay.
2: So so hot. Oh
0: not so hot, me <laughs> Like, <So high. laughs> calm down, bro. Relax. <laughs> okay? relax
2: okay relax well that was I love it or, or lose it, it hey love it, it or, or lose, lose it. it hey hey love it or lose it love it or lose it hey hey hey, hey. hey.
0: sorry I was I was being five year old that time
2: yes yes you are
0: I was I was being five year at that time. So, I think we are now at the part of the podcast where we get into our topic for today. Topic. Yeah. So, so what do you want to talk about, Mark? What do you want to talk about?
2: So, the topic for today is like, I'm talking about on different fronts, but this misconception or this...
0: (sighs) And let's preface where this came from. So part of this is because Mark likes to spend time talking to people on the internet <laughs> and trying to get them to see how stupid they are.
2: Black people specifically.
0: Yes. I, people no, no, not to
2: see how stupid they are. Like I will only talk.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. I was asking Mark to see his phone for a second. That's why he's abruptly stopped talking.
2: Um, I will only see uh, black people. I want to talk to black people about certain things, and I just want them to see certain things. I'm not talking to white people who don't know what they're talking about. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm not here to educate y'all. <laughs> I'm not here for that. No one has time, and that kind of plays into the topic we have today. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, the reason why um I I she said that um it comes with everything else is because basically. I've always, I've, I've been seeing, not just recently, but it's recently now in terms of the Black Lives Matter protests, is, like, I have to, like, we have to battle people being racist on your job, people being racist online, people being racist trying to, for housing and government and everything. But then we also have to, like, fight with black people who believe the nonsense that they tell you. We gotta deal with racist media and then we also and then all those race all those people being racist towards black people, we have to listen we have to now fight with black people who've heard those things and believed it. and it's frustrating. it's annoying, it is frustrating. And I understand when if you're fed the same thing your whole life on TV and everything and everybody keeps telling you that this is the way it is, then you must be like, Oh, this is the way it is. And if I and the problem I have with it is like, you black though. <laughs> <laughs> like people be like, Yeah, black black men never black married black woman, they always they were black black I'm like, but you are a black man married to a black woman. <laughs> Hello. You are like, you are somebody. <laughs> what are you
0: talking about, sir? Where do you get these Where are the statistics Where's the research Where's the data Like what are you talking about You just, it's just What are you un, saying
2: It's unstatistical data That people just be saying Just be saying words
0: Does people just be out here Saying anything
2: Anything Like And it's just To play on that And The only reason Why it becomes that Is because of how The news And how the media Portrays us And it all plays Into that And we just Feed into it Mm-hmm we think that we're more violent. We think we do more drugs. <laughs> we think that
0: none of this we is correct. are
2: less intelligent.
0: I've been to a PWI. We absolutely do not do more drugs we, we
2: think we think that we're more abusive to our. We treat our women worse than everyone else. We like it's so many things that we have been told over and over that we're like, it must be true. um we We're told that black men don't take care of their children. It's just so many things right. That are not true at all, right? That we've been constantly told because the media has said this is it, and it's just like and if we see
0: examples of it in our own life, it's like oh, this is confirmation of what's being said. This must be true,
2: correct. And and like and we have and you have this concept of like every all these black people like. How are most black people going to be like weirdo black unicorns? You you can't all be unicorns. It's not unicorn anymore,
0: <laughs> right? Like the unicorn is the very specific, like, <laughs> like you know, special, distinctive, like. It, it it's you're not a unicorn if there's like a thousand of you doing it like, like it's if, just not.
2: It's realistic. Does everybody know that black women are one of the most educated people. <laughs>
0: yeah, not one of the most. We are the, most, the most educated, educated but, people in this country.
2: But somehow the perception is still black people don't get education. I'm black like, who said get, that? don't get, don't get degrees.
0: So I'm like, it's it's ridiculous. You know how I many black women I know that have <laughs> law degrees, have PhDs, have multiple masters, like. I don't even think I know a black woman that just has a bachelor's at this point, to be honest yeah. with
2: you. Like, like honestly, I, and I'm not saying you should still fight for it and it's important, It's a good thing to have, but people keep saying, like, I don't want me statistics so I'm going to get my degree. Do you know there's mad people with degrees? <laughs> like, it's not a high statistic that you're asked looking at.
0: <laughs> right. And so, also it's, it's there's no, no. nothing wrong if you don't want to get a degree. Like it's, yeah, it's not that you can choose not to. Don't get it just because you feel like you're trying to defy a stereotype. Yeah, like, like it,
2: it's it's not a high percentage of us without degrees. It's, it not, really, it really ain't. It's not. But um it's it's just what we're constantly fed over and over. Indeed. And like
0: And it alarms me to see how black people, especially educated black people, will spout off these things without like any concept of being like, well, is this actually true? Like they literally just run with it and believe it as fact. And they talk about it and say it repeatedly in their friend and family circles. And it's just like perpetuating these ideas about stuff that just aren't based in any type of reality. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So
2: what? We keep believing that our youth are more violent than other youth.
0: I'm like, guys.
2: And like, it's like, um, and th- this part kind of came over cause I, I, I I'm back Ubering now. And, like, it it made me recall, like...
0: Shouts out to clearing that background check. and oh, you cleared that background check.
2: Oh. <laughs> made me recall, because, like, I remember in, a, in the backseat of my Uber, there was, like, um I think they were in high school and college, whatever it is, and they were talking about a bar fight they were in and how, like, a bunch of people were fighting the and ghetto. everything. The and ghetto. all this stuff was happening. You didn't hear about none of this on the news. <laughs> none of this happened. You didn't hear about anybody getting arrested on the news. You don't hear any of those things. And things like that I've heard happen all the time. Um, a
0: bar fight? I've never been in a bar I've, I've, I've never been in a bar fight or seen black people in a bar fight.
2: I've heard instances where, like, these whites, a lot of, a lot of um, predominantly white schools in, like, Long Island, there'll be, like, gigantic big fights. They'll call the riot squad and everything. Even if they arrest children, the kids get bailed out immediately. <laughs> You, never, you don't hear about this on the news.
0: Mm-hmm. News 12 if, don't report it, because I ain't seen nothing.
2: it. But every time something happens... If it's Hempstead High like,
0: School, they're uh, they they, they front will and center. They report it immediately. Mm-hmm. The
2: smallest of things. They'll yep. report every single thing. Yeah. they report every single thing that we do. Yeah, Anything wrong, we're reporting it. We're going to report everything. They're not going to report the good things that happen in our district. Mm-hmm. But everything that happens, they're going to report it. So it makes it seem like, oh, y- y- y'all must be doing so much. Cause what doesn't get reported like that, that? That's what we'll say, right? It's like, oh, if all this stuff is happening, all this stuff that's not getting reported, it must be a lot, it must be great, and it's not like that. Um, we always like talking down to certain neighborhoods. Mm. Um, Long Island, we talk down to Hempstead, we talk down to Roosevelt,
1: mm-hmm.
2: we talk down to Southside Chicago, we we'll mm-hmm. talk down to Compton, we talk, th- and most in all these neighborhoods, more than 80 maybe 80, 85 percent. I'll even go as 90% of the people are productive c- citizens. Right. <laughs> are productive citizens. Right.
0: Who just mind their business, go, to, go work, to work, take care of their kids, do.
2: do whatever the case Most is. Most people are that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, that's the part that I think people miss. Because when the reporting, which is very intentional, is always very negative about a particular place, it almost colors your mind to think that, only negativity can come from that place. Like nothing positive. Like I was saying to someone the other day um, that me and Mark were thinking of moving to Brooklyn and their immediate response was Brooklyn is dangerous. Who said that? I've been to Brooklyn several times during the day at night. Like girl, I've been fine. I've been going in for what is this? 2020 17 years. I've been going to Brooklyn. I've been to all the parts. I've been in East New York, I've been in Woodwood, I've been in Crown Heights, I've been in Flatbush, I've been in Canarsie, I've been to, I've been all around Brooklyn, except for like, you know, Gravesend and in places where our people don't really be at, but um, I've been all around Brooklyn and never have I felt unsafe. Except for that one time in Brownsville, you just gotta keep your head on the swivel. Stay
2: woke. But East New New York and Brownsville, I wouldn't go at night. But
0: Yeah. But I never felt like (laughs) inherently like, girl, I gotta clutch my per like it was just like, all right, so I gotta move expeditiously and keep my eyes open. But like the way this person responded, it was like I was saying I want to move to
2: uh middle of like the pink
0: houses. Or something like that. I'm trying to live in the NYCHA pink houses. Like, that's how they took it. And it's like, well, you need to watch the news. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, crime happens everywhere. And yes, there are areas where gangs are- More prominent. More prominent than others. Mm -hmm. I'm not under any delusions that, you know, it's just, you know, a walk in paradise. But but
2: even in those communities, even though it, it might be something like that, There are a good percentage of people doing the right thing.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But it's like, because you're kind of feeding into this perspective, especially black people who grew up in the suburbs a lot of times, like they've, they've been taught this narrative that people in the city are more aggressive, more violent, more this, more that. And so they go into these places with the assumption that everybody is out to get me when I go to these places. And it's like, these people don't even think about you, sis. They trying to mind their business to do what they got to do. But it was just so interesting to me that in 2020, someone is still like, Oh my God, Brooklyn's so dangerous. You got to watch the news. You got to see what they're talking about. I was like, Brooklyn, huh?
2: Brooklyn's mad gentrified right now. I was like, first of all, Nothing it's mad it.
0: gentrified. First Nothing of
2: all.
0: <laughs> Second of all, like, I obviously am aware enough to do my research and not just pull up in some place. That's like, inherently unsafe where it's like I know there's mad stuff going on like when if you travel around Brooklyn long enough you kind of know the vibe when you drive through or like take the bus through or walk through certain neighborhoods like you know what time it is and you can kind of assess from there like is this someplace I would feel comfortable living with my family or not so you know it's just it's just and I know back in the day Brooklyn certain parts of it did really have A bad reputation Because my dad still talks about You know Back in Brooklyn In like the 70s And the 80s When he was younger And you know How there were certain parts That like black people Couldn't go Like they would chase Black people out there And like he talks about Stuff like that And you know How certain areas Was kind of seedy And sketchy And you know Street people Street dudes would be out there Doing stuff or whatever So it's like I get it I know I know That Brooklyn used to be crazy But like At what point do we evolve From that thinking And sort of like investigate for ourselves at least
2: yeah, and, or at and, least question it you and, know and most times when you have neighborhoods and you might feel unsafe it really be two blocks <laughs> <laughs> and, mo- and most times it'd be two blocks that you stay away from it don't be the whole location it'd be two blocks to stay away from but people try to pers- um, it make to it, it seem like to the whole
0: neighborhood like well, that it'd be two blocks like Westbury and, and, like people think uh, Post Avenue not Post Avenue what's the Prospect Prospect is the long and short of, of, uh, Westbury, Westbury.
2: And it's, like, and it's, and it's not even all of prospect. It'd be like three blocks of prospect. Right. That'd be sketchy. Yeah. And, Hem- and, and
0: sketchy is, you know, questionable, you know, yeah.
2: Terrace. Terrace is like two blocks.
0: Right. But somehow the whole of Hempstead <laughs> is painted based off of Terrace Avenue.
2: It, it, it's just, it's just what happens. And, um, we have to just be mindful of that. Um, that's that's the first first bullet that mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to address um and um also it's like a perception that like I said, um most black men marry black women that is a vet- mm-hmm. most black when I did a statistic of black men, more black men take care of their children. Than every other race. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The statistics that people are always pulling up is, like, the amount of black men who were... Percentage were in jail at a certain time. And that has to do with a lot to do with um, incarceration rates and how they imprison black men Mm -hmm. for that reason. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But they, they always say that black men who are more active in their children's life than any other ones. Black men that are around are more active than every other race
1: mm-hmm. in their
2: child's life. Yes. And and like and the reason why I know this to be true because black people are so hell bent on trying to defy stereotypes that we go so far that you can't tell me that how far we're going that we're not exceeding every every uh criteria all the time. Right. Because Black people would be so hell-bent on trying to defy stereotypes.
0: For sure. And it's like, why are you giving that so much energy? Like, you didn't make the stereotype. Like, other people made that based on their perceptions of other people who look like you. who were pro- And they were probably wrong in their uh, they, they assessment of them. So it's like, why are you putting so much energy into something that literally has nothing to do with you individually as a person? That's some crap that some other people made up because they have nothing to do and they hate. So I I just I just I've never understood why black people spend their time worrying about stereotypes and and defying. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you do, if a person believes a stereotype, they believe a stereotype. Just because you're that one person that does something different to defy that stereotype, you don't negate the stereotype. They still they still believe it. Yeah. They're just like, "Oh, you're the exception to the rule." Correct. But the rule is still this is the stereotype. So,
2: um even like the whole big thing of black men don't care about black women. And I I know that's trash. Um I know that's trash for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think that's the main reason why that happens because we don't get media publicity of what white people be doing. <laughs>
0: When you say black men don't care about black women, what do you mean by that specifically?
2: Uh, because what 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 happens a lot of times is they'll always say. Uh, they they they'll, they'll they'll make it seem like white white men treat white women better than black men treat black women,
0: or that, or that any men treat black women better than black men. Correct. Yeah, not just white ones. Everybody. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so they'll they'll do the same. They'll do that all the way. They'll say that um, black men treat other races better than they treat black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, this is the point I was to make. So a lot of times I think that we, um, we, kind, we kind of draw our perception of white people many times based off of their interactions with us not their interactions with their themselves. Mm-hmm. And I realized, especially growing up, like white people will like sometimes act, act, act extra nice to you compared to others because they want to h- prove that they're not racist.
0: <laughs> gotcha.
2: But I've seen how they interact with other white people and they be trash. <laughs> they treat their people terrible. Well, that sounds like a them problem. <laughs> they treat them Stop. people, but it, like what I'm trying to say is like I feel as if like it's always I I think the, the whole the whole point of this conversation is that media has kind of created narratives that black people are the worst, were the most violent, we're the most drug filled, were the most disrespectful, a whole bunch of things that just are not true. it's just it just it is not factual. Um. Another big thing that um we do is we always say that black people aren't don't hold other black people accountable. Mm-hmm. We hold black people accountable all the time. As soon as something happens, we're like, hold them
0: accountable, <laughs> hold them accountable. Yeah, and I think I think we have to figure out what does hold them accountable mean. I don't know. Like I think I think that doesn't mean the same thing for everyone. And that's where it kind of gets a little blurred. Where people feel like folks aren't held accountable. Like, what does held accountable mean? Like, does it mean that we acknowledge that they did something, we admonish them, and we cancel them forever?
2: Because because we do that every time. Does it? Like, what does it mean? Because <laughs> we we do that immediately every time. What
0: does it mean? Because like.
2: Because as soon as we as soon as we find out that a loved black person does something, anything. Be admonished forever, right? Like, so I don't. Who who are the people who are not being held accountable? Right. I just, you know,
0: I I think what it is is that people want everybody to be on the same page about how to feel about a person, and if you're not on that same page, you're not holding that person accountable. Like, perfect example. Like, I'll say Chris Brown. Chris Brown beat Rihanna. What was it ten years ago? It it was a long time ago. So about 10 years ago, Rihanna and Chris Brown had an altercation. He beat Rihanna up. To this day, people still feel like Chris Brown has not been held accountable for beating Rihanna up. How? And I'm like, didn't he go to jail or (laughs) didn't he have to do probation and community service? Um, His career has been forever altered by it. Um, the allegations never go away like literally the allegations got brought up again like who was it that was recently in a domestic violence situation Um, and they brought Chris Brown up and Chris Brown was like why are you bringing me into this I don't even I have nothing to do with this I can't who was it oh my remember. gosh it was another celebrity couple who had a domestic violence related situation I cannot remember who it is for the life of me was it fabulous no it wasn't fabulous but they did bring him up in that one too um, it was somebody else recently and they brought up Chris Brown again. And Chris Brown was like, bruh.
2: Can you just leave me alone?
0: Leave me alone. Like, why do you keep bringing me into this? This has nothing to
2: do no. with me. Black people hold people, black people account. like... And it's why, like,
0: pe- there are we, people we, to we this do. day who are like, Chris Brown is canceled. I'll never listen to his music. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, what does held accountable look like? Like, he, he, he paid his restitution to society as deemed fit by how they... Uh, Handled his charges In the case With him beating Rihanna Um, He's You know Like I said His career has been Forever changed As a result of it Um, He's You know People reference him many times in regards to domestic, every time something with domestic violence comes up, his name also comes up. So it's like, what, uh, what is accountable? Did he just need to never have a career again? Would that have been considered him being held accountable? Like, I don't understand. He (laughs) recognizes that he did in fact do something wrong. the, The thing that gets me about people saying he's, he hasn't been held accountable. Rihanna has forgiven him. She said it multiple times. She got back with him after the whole situation happened. She said, she's forgiven him. She still loves him. will always love him. Like she cool. She the one that got beat up. Why are we as a community still so mad, some of us, and saying that he hasn't been held accountable? Yes, he has. He's been held accountable every day of his life because it's always being brought up. He's never going to be able to live down what he did. It. I promise you, knock on wood, if Chris Brown died tomorrow, his his obituary story is going to include in 2009 Chris Brown at the height of his career had an altercation with Rihanna which like y'all are gonna bring it up forever (laughs) so
2: I'm just trying to understand how he's not
0: been held accountable
2: I am confused like what is it that
0: you wanted did you want him like crucified burned at the stake like what did you want what is held accountable what does that mean
2: because like they because like White artists get away with everything.
0: Try they be out here doing all type of stuff. All
2: type <laughs> no, of stuff. Nothing happens. Nothing. 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 <laughs> like, nothing. like, like we, we have to relax.
0: And, then, and we're not saying we're comparing ourselves and saying, like, we're less wrong or they're more wrong. It's just, like, the same energy is not kept. Like, black people are more willing to let artists or whatever of other races... G- off the hook easier than they are to do it with black people and they use it under the guise of we have to hold each other accountable but it's like accountable for what accountable to white people because you want to show i'm being hard on my fellow black people so white people know i'm serious about like what are you doing like what is this what, what's happening here because i I feel like if one of the jonas brothers or somebody beat somebody people be like oh damn okay he beat that lady Okay. Like, nobody would be running around here. They need to be held accountable. Like, girl, don't nobody care. You know how many of these big, like, country artists and and mainstream artists are, like, terrible people? Who, like, abuse their wives and uh, do all types of drugs and wild stuff? And, like, don't nobody be like, they need to be held accountable. Like, that people just go do what they got to do.
2: It'd be one year and then it'd be over.
0: Basically. Like... Like, look, perfect example, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was an unapologetic cokehead. That man did drugs on drugs on drugs on drugs, did mad wild stuff while being heavily on drugs. The rebrand is crazy. They don't bring up Robert Downey Jr.'s drug use anymore. Nobody brings it up. When they talk about it, they talk about how great of an actor he is. They talk about how he uh, reinvigorated the Iron Man series. They talk about all the Captain Americas and all the Avengers. Nobody brings up the fact that that man was a hard drug addict and got into some crazy stuff for like 15 years. No one brings it up.
2: they, they they still bring up Jay Z's a drug dealer.
0: <laughs> right, Jay, to <laughs> my knowledge, and I could up. be wrong. Jay Z ain't sold the drug <laughs> <laughs> in at least fifteen to twenty years, and people still bring it up like Jay Z is standing on a corner in Brooklyn right now, slanging that rock. I'm like, I was, was at least 20, move twenty years ago. On y'all, <laughs> at least twenty Jesus years ago. Jesus of Nazareth, move on, move on. Like I swear, like. People would just never let you live anything down. Like, it's always, like,
2: a storyline. Like, didn't, um, who was it? Somebody, um, brought up Jay-Z recently He was like,
0: he sold drugs to kids. i was like, seriously? What? Seriously? I would yeah, never forget heard, I heard that brought up in this whole Kanye <laughs> argument. We are going to talk about it a little bit, but like, so like, seriously? People brought I said, guys, seriously? do you really think that Sean is still selling drugs? Like, and yeah, if he so, is still making money from drugs, I'm sure he's smart enough to never have it come back to his name. Like, that that's what he's doing. We come
2: should, on. We still hold Jay-Z accountable for that? Like, move on, so, y'all.
0: Do you know how many people are upstanding citizens of America now who have at one point sold a drug to somebody? Way more than you think. Way it, more. It is, it is so let's just let them people deal with God about what they did to their own communities. Like, let's just come on. Like, let's move on. So you're trying to tell me After everything I've done in this life And everything I've accomplished If I sold drugs for a summer Y'all gonna keep talking about that? All the time I sold drugs for one summer when I was 19 I did not But I'm just saying I did it for one summer Somebody finds out And everything I do Y'all bring it up In in comparison to that Even when nobody's talking about drugs Or selling drugs Or anything to do with drugs You just throw that in the conversation Like Under the guise of holding me accountable Like what? Come on
2: It is insane Leave me alone Leave me alone. And I bring this all up to say it's not that the media says it, because the media don't care about us anyway. Right. It's the fact that black people are just, yeah, you're right. Hold on, my God. I'm like, wait, really? You just gonna fall for the nonsense the media is doing to you? Right. Let's <laughs> gonna fall for it? I'm like, all right, this is, this is getting ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's like, come on. Like, let's just <laughs> stop falling for it, son. Stop falling for it.
2: Um, the last thing I want to bring up before we move on, mm-hmm. um, is that, um, we have to stop acting like white people don't know any better. Cause they do. And I think that is a big factor with everything. And I, and I've, I've realized that all, um, minorities do that. Um, we try to like, we don't try to we don't really hold white people accountable for really anything they're like oh they just don't know any better they don't They don't know what racism, racism is oh they don't know what they're doing oh you have to explain it to them because if you don't explain it to them they won't know and they like I, I, cause I remember when um Black Lives Matter came out mm-hmm. and then people were like no all lives matter and people like this no you have to explain to them what the Black Lives Matter means and like I would see the post and people still do the post now No, Black Lives Matter means this. I'm like, they know what it means. Yes, they do. And and to prove that they know what it means, they did Blue Lives Matter, meaning they understand what it means to focus on a certain group. Right. And not discontinue everything else. They know what that means. Right. They know what it means when people, when people, when they were getting upset, when you said all buildings matter. They know what it means. They just literally don't care. They don't care because... Stop! Stop trying to act like they don't know better. The re- reality is, they refuse to acknowledge it because that means that everything that they know is a lie. Right. That means that they will have to relinquish power. <laughs> right. If they acknowledge right. it, that means that they have to. That everything that they're doing, they realize they were on the backs of us, and they can. They will not acknowledge it because right. that means that every. That means that they were trashed this whole time.
0: Which is which is you know. That's, it is what it is.
2: Correct. But they would not acknowledge it because, like, I would—they they cannot believe that they were just being trashed this whole time. So, no, they, they, they're going to keep acting like they don't know any better.
0: Right. And we, and we, as the people who they oppress, have to stop infantilizing them. We have to stop treating them like they're these little kids who don't know any better, who don't understand. They understand. They get it. It's a way of life. They, they completely understand everything they're doing. And anyone who tries to tell you that they don't is a damn liar. They know they're a whole liar, just period. So it's like we we as the people, we, we our responsibility is not to educate. Our responsibility is to stop making excuses for them and to stop infantilizing them and, and taking the responsibility of them knowing what they're doing off of them. Because when we start doing the, oh, they don't know any better, we have to educate them. We're putting them in the position to be like some kind of victim when in fact they are not. They are the right. ones that are oppressing us. And when we do that, we're making it like we're putting our own feelings and our own hurt and our own pain aside to quote unquote help our oppressor and they understand they completely understand. Yeah. They do what they do with the full understanding of the impact of what they're doing. And you sitting up here trying to make excuses for them and waste your time trying to explain. You just look dumb.
2: Yeah. because You me. just
0: reinforce their stereotype that they think that we're stupid because you're sitting up here trying to explain something to them and get them to see you as human when they don't like, why waste your energy? Why waste your time for what?
2: So someone's gonna punch you in the face, and now you have to politely explain to them why you got punched in the face without making them angry. <laughs> like, like, girl, that sounds insane to me. It absolutely does. Like, what? Like, we always gotta like, oh, we have to like say it nicely and say it politely so they so they understand and say it nice so we can like right. live in harmony. Like, they don't care.
0: They don't care. And the faster we decide we don't care either, the better off we'll all be. Focus, we should be focusing our energy internally of course, of course. and not externally on, on, on the people who are, in fact, creating the tension and the discord among us in the first place.
2: Of course, the term they don't care is general. I'm not saying all white people don't care. But what I am saying is... But if you're a they, white
0: person that don't care, this applies to you. I don't yeah, know what to tell you.
2: Yeah, but I am saying that most of y'all know what you're doing. Yeah. that's it, It's, a,
0: it, it's a fact. Debate your mama Don't debate me Alright So oh yes I remember who, they, who I was talking about Just to go back real quick When the whole Joe Budden storyline Came out about him Being abusive to women With Tahiri and Sin They brought up Chris Brown somehow And Chris Brown's like Why am I I don't know any of these people. Why, why am I, I here? Why am I part of this conversation? Because I was like, "Who was it?" Was somebody? It was Joe Budden. They were bringing up Chris Brown, and Chris Brown was like, "I would like to be excluded from this narrative. I don't even know any of these people. I don't have anything to do with this. Like, why you keep bringing me up?" So yeah, I just wanted to double back to that because it was bothering me that I couldn't remember who it was that they were trying to like associate his name with. Word. Yeah.
2: All right. Um, if you have any questions on our topic,
0: any email comments.
2: Us. All love no fear p cast at gmail.com. Word. You can also
0: comment under our Instagram post when we put up the episode, All Love No Fear p cast, or you can engage with us on Twitter, All Love No Fear p one.
1: Word, word, word,
0: word, 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 word. Yes. So, yeah, that's 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 what we got going on out here. Up next, we have our artist spotlight Spotlight. and the artist spotlight for this week is Tiana Major 9. I actually found this girl that not found. That sounds real colonial. Um, I actually happened upon this young lady this week uh, because sometimes in the morning I turn on um, BET Her. Cause they have like a morning glow, like video series where they be playing, you know, different people's videos or like flashback videos and stuff like that. So I turn it on sometimes just for like background noise in the morning while I'm getting ready. And I heard this young lady and I was like, who is this? I like her voice. I like her vibe. Like I'm into it. So I looked her up. Her name is Tiana Major 9. She is 24 years old and she's British. She's British. She's British. These British girls aren't playing out here. They're coming for it. Um, y'all American girls better suit up and boot up. Cause uh these British girls are coming. Adele popped up, Josh Stone, Amy Winehouse, these British girls have been pulling up for a minute. But um, yes. So like I said, she's 24, she's British. Um, she's from East London. And uh she cites lauren hill as
2: uh is she East London by way of Nigeria or no she's Jamaican oh by way of jamaica okay
0: yeah she's she's a londoner by way of jamaica she cites lauren hill as one of her um influences i hope not as it relates to like showing up to concerts on time but just like you know like good music um she believes that um you know individuality and authenticity are super important to who she is as an artist. Um, She was uh, in part, she, her song was a part of the um, Queen and Slim movie, which I still haven't seen that came out last year. And uh, it was a song that she did called collide in collaboration with um, earth gang. And uh, she is signed to Motown records and I just think her music is dope. Um, it's nice. It's fresh. Is it I, To me, I don't feel like she sounds like anybody else. Like, I feel like if I had to put her up next to somebody, I would say she's kind of in the... Her contemporaries are like the Ari Lennox, Summer Walker kind of girls, but she has her own vibe and sound, which um, I really appreciate. So the song we're going to play today is called... You would think I would have it pulled up in front of me, right? Because that's the professional thing to do. But of course, it's not. So hold on one second. Let me get it together for you. It's called Think About You. So think about you, Tiana Major 9. Let's take a listen. that was Tiana Major 9 think about you it kind of gives me like a Jasmine Sullivan vibe like yeah, something about her voice yeah. gives me a Jasmine Sullivan vibe and that song too kind of reminds me of a Jasmine Sullivan song one of these Jasmine Sullivan songs i can't think of the name right now but yeah that was Tiana Major 9 uh i think she put out an album or an ep recently or she's or she has one coming um so you know check her out i like i like what i what i hear
2: yeah, she she I think she had an album last year. Yeah, and she has a she has an EP out now.
1: Yeah,
0: follow her on Instagram Tiana Major Nine. Uh, all one word. You know the vibes.
2: Tiana T I A N A. Yes,
0: she's lit and she's pretty. Shout out to the Jamaican gal. Whoop 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 whoop. Yes, her EP is called At Sixes and Sevens. So you know just get that get your life get your listening on it's great alright so let's move on to this weekend random. random yes so um quick versus battle uh takes uh so patty and uh gladys did their thing
2: this is a long week that happened lost- last <laughs>
0: week yeah that happened last sunday long Yeah. Week. so gladys gladys and uh patty did their thing um, My girl Gladys came in And did what I knew my girl Gladys would come in and do She served you Sultry, live, alto vocals She came ready to play Okay, and to slay She was not fooling around Gladys came ready, okay Gladys said, I did my warm-ups My vocals are ready I'm ready to sing with my tracks And that she did um, I don't know if y'all know this But uh, there are a few of the You know Old school celebrities that I stand very hard—Gladys um, Knight and Stevie Wonder, to name a few—and um, my good sis Gladys did not come to play. Uh, Patty came; she was there. Um, she sang as well. Um, she had her mirror, she had her shoes, she had her little thing set up on the side with her multiple pairs of shoes. It was very cute. Um, I don't know what was happening with Patty's music and Patty's words, but it just—it just there was a little bit of a disconnect. No shade to the Queen, but it was just a little bit of a disconnect. You know, it was it was very clear that Gladys came ready. Gladys came prepared. Um Patty just, you know, she came, you know. Um, I think it was kind of like uh, Fabulous and Jadakus. Where Jadis came prepared, Fab just came. And it was cool, but you could see the levels of preparedness. It was it was different. Um, I think it was just nice to see them sit down and just talk like, you know, just aunties and just kind of, you know, talk about how good of friends they are and how supportive they are of each other, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I got my life when Dion Ward came out. Um, I don't It was really awkward though Cause Dion was like So what are we doing later And they was like Girl we still got more show to do So you could go I was like Oh that's What's happening Did somebody tell Dion Something different Like it just <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was happening It was really awkward But I love that they came And they did Superwoman It was very very nice Um Me and my brunch crew girls Decided that we gotta get us A pantsuit for the next time We do a brunch Because that's the pantsuits were everything on this, uh, at this function. So we were like, oh, we got to come to brunch with the pantsuits, girls. Um, it was it was just really nice, though. It was, like, real, like, just classy. Um, and they both played great songs, but there were other songs they could have played. Like, Gladys, I was like, where was, if I was your woman? Because that's a whole jam right there. Okay. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um,
2: I think I was dying laughing when, um... Patty was like, "I this is I did the original song, and then Celine Dion did it after."
0: Yeah, it was like Celine Dion in Canada. Like, I don't even know why I'm over here being talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Celine Dion, like Chris Brown, like, what? I I'm not even part of this conversation. Why am I here?
2: Yeah, he got. She got. Who, who including me? She got hit by strays for no reason. Yeah, she
0: caught a stray and can't. She probably wasn't even watching the daggone verses. She's like, "Who's Patty? Why is Patty talking about? I don't even know that lady." Um, She's like, "Why is that lady talking about me? I don't even know her."
2: You you know, you know, a certain age of black people there because Oprah actually was like, "Let me go on Instagram for once." Yeah,
0: Oprah actually went on her real account (laughs) and like was on Instagram like corresponding, and people in the comments like, "Hey, girl," I'm like, "Sir, Oprah don't know you. Get out." (laughs) She don't get out. I was it, DJ Self. And um, and um, Carlos Miller From uh, Wildin' Out Hey Oprah G- Bye Stedman's <laughs> sitting Right next to us She don't know you sir
2: Go away You little creeper Carlos Miller said Hey big head to Oprah Hey big head to Oprah
0: <laughs> sir Sir If you don't stop Talking to Oprah like that Get out of here Get get out of here You are blocked From Oprah's <laughs> accounts so I, I promise you Oprah o- o- said Who's like, that Oprah's Oh like, block let me, him me, me Block him right here. Block him He can't find that account If his life depended on it He's blocked Out of order um, Michelle Obama was on there too. It was just really nice. I really, really enjoyed it. It was one of my favorite verses of all, all the ones they've done so far. It was like well organized, well put together. It was. It had some glitchy sound issues at one point, but they fixed it very quickly. It was just really, really nice, and it was just a nice contrast, I think, to. The Brandy Monica one. Because the Brandy Monica one, like, you could definitely feel the tension in the room. Yeah. Between the two of them. But Gladys and Patty, it was like, they good girlfriends. They kiki. Key key. They hang with each other. They kids know each other. Like, it's a whole... Like, they, they sisters. Yeah. So, and, it was and, nice and to see.
2: I knew they were going to probably do something like that. Because I know a lot of people have been complaining about not having um women. Yeah. Yeah. On there. Um, so, I, I knew it was going to happen. Um,
0: I would like to see, like, an India Ari, Angie Stone... That
2: sounds interesting.
0: That would give me a little bit of life, or like, uh I would like to see a Jasmine Sullivan Fantasia. Yeah, the winner is us because I just, I just want to hear the music because I and I know them two gonna come and sing down. So I just, yeah. I just want to hear some singing, honestly.
2: Like, I, yeah, I, I think that um the it's it's going well with the verses. I I, I see that like um it takes time from like first introduction to. Actual announcement because I think they have to like do the fourteen day quarantine. Uh, okay. I think they do like a lot of that stuff too. Oh, okay. Because like, I was
0: wondering the, why they haven't announced the next one yet, but
2: I, I, I'm sure they have to do a fourteen day quarantine before before they can choose the actual day, and they have to they have to be quarantined for fourteen days because they're doing it the same place now. Yeah, so they got to do yeah. all those things. They got to get a test if you are. Negative. You still gotta wait fourteen days, and then let's go.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I'm
2: probably get tested again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm very curious to see who they have up next. Um, somebody was saying they need. I saw people saying that they they should do, excuse me, one with like the men of the Patty Gladys generation. So people were saying like Ron Oops. Isley, Ron Isley versus uh Charlie Wilson.
2: That sounds interesting. Ron Isley would kill Charlie Wilson. No. yeah okay he might. He, might. he might
0: yeah i love charlie wilson
2: but no nah, ron isley's the isley brothers is killing that
0: all, all all the isley brothers gotta play is contagious and i'm like all right
2: yeah but they can't do this r kelly
0: we don't have to play <laughs> we, get, we can't play we don't have to play his part we can just play mr Br- mr isley's part at the beginning yeah he got like two verses off at the beginning he just play that part yeah. two a.m just came yeah. in about to check my message he can play that part it's yeah. fine
2: the Isley Brothers killing Charlie Wilson now. Charlie Wilson does has great socks, but Isley, Charlie
0: Wilson got outstanding. I don't know.
2: He has great socks. Outstanding. I I think outstanding is a point for him. Yes. I think I don't know. He might have, he might have two or three guarantee points. The Isley Brothers has more.
0: Well, if it happens, I guess we'll see what goes down.
2: Okay. He, because he can play all the Isley Brothers is why I'm saying that. Because he that's has, true. That's the only reason I'm saying because he has all the Izzy Brother tracks.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Somebody was saying what Janet and Janet and Missy Elliott could go against each other. Mm-hmm. But then Swiss Beats was like Janet doesn't have the catalog, and I was like Swiss gotta stop yeah. smoking that crack.
2: Janet has the catalog.
0: Janet has the catalog. Do not do not do the good sis, the good whisper singing sis like that. Okay. Yeah. She's got songs.
2: She has songs with Michael Jackson.
0: She like listen. Just has, play
2: the Michael. She has Jackson five songs.
0: Right. Just play those. Just she has play Jackson those five. From Michael Jackson. Just play those. Like what you? You not gonna give her the point? You not gonna give her the point if she played a song? Uh, a song she did with her brother. You not gonna give her the point?
2: You gonna give her point for scream?
0: Don't do that. Don't do my sis Janet. Y'all gonna give her the point for si- for scream? Don't play my sis Janet. Don't do her. Don't do her. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very interested to see who they who they bring up to the stage next. But I'm ready. For whatever it is. So um, moving on from that, um, into you know, Foolery Town. Um, so earlier this year, I believe we discussed the Tiger King documentary on um this podcast. Uh many of us watched it in America and were just blown away by everything it served. It was just so big, wow. So um yeah. So Dancing with the Stars is back for like season 23, I believe. Who cares? I <laughs> I don't watch the show. I haven't <laughs> watched. I think the last time I actually paid attention to the show is the year the Alfonso Ribeiro won. And that was a while back. So who even knows? But anyway, Dancing with the Stars is back on TV. Tom Bergeron, who is no longer the host. Uh, they got rid of him and uh, the other lady. And now it's Tyra Banks. And I'm like, I don't like seeing that lady, but y'all can go off with this. Um... So, yeah, the show's back on. And guess who's on the show? You guessed it. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. She's on the show as a contestant. And I said, if this isn't the peak of white privilege, I don't know what is.
2: Carol Baskin.
0: You basically were on a documentary where it's very heavily implied that you either disappeared or killed your husband And you don't feel like now's not the time for publicity. Because I think I remember saying that the FBI was investigating the case a little more. So, to me, if I were Carol Baskin, I would lay low. I would not be in the public eye. Sis said, that ain't even no problem. I'm going to get out here on Dancing with the Stars on ABC, which is like one of the big three networks in this country that everybody has as part of their cable package. To be on Dancing with the Stars. So... The missing husband's family said, oh, you got primetime slots. We going to buy some primetime slots. So the family of the missing husband has bought ad time during the Dancing with the Stars airing. And basically they're doing like an appeal for assistance with helping to find their missing family member while the alleged murderer is on Dancing with the Stars. And that's peak petty, you know. I appreciate it I appreciate that the family said We know that you killed our person Or you had something to do With their disappearance And we're going to use Some of that screen time That you're getting We're going to be on there At the same time Like hey I know you just saw this lady Do the stiffest foxtrot of all time But We also think She killed the did Our family member Please help us find someone So I'm ready to watch Dancing with the Stars Whenever it comes on next Because I want to see this commercial Because I oh, live for this word. type of petty It makes me very happy
1: Yeah
0: I'm thrilled. Um, speaking of husbands and, 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 and things, Cardi B and Offset are divorcing. Um, I can't say that I'm shocked. Um, I was surprised that they got married in the first place. Um, they just seem like a, a PR couple that caught feelings and kind of had a wave. And now the wave is over. Um, So they're divorcing Um, Cardi B has since come out since the divorce Announcement came out and said I'm not breaking up with him because of cheating Or anything like that I'm just tired of arguing I'm just tired of the back and forth I just want peace Um, Cardi is asking for Spousal support child support um, Full legal custody and Full physical custody So
2: But technically if she's getting Spousal support wouldn't he get it also
0: why would he get p- Spousal support She filed
2: Oh I guess I, I'm saying if he files I guess then.
0: No she's the one that filed
2: But can they both file
0: No if one person files Like that's it Two people can't have A divorce degree Like what? what's the point Of both people filing
2: I guess my question is um, Doesn't Cardi Make more than both
0: <laughs> That's Offset's problem That ain't got nothing to do with her.
2: That's kind of what I was trying to get to I'm like But I feel like She makes more than him
0: Okay and He should have filed then He didn't. Here we are. Um, Okay. Um, I guess he got to get on the road and do some concerts or something.
2: Okay. I'm just.
0: I understand what you're saying, but that's that's this sounds like a him problem.
2: Just asking questions.
0: I I appreciate you. I appreciate you asking questions. I just want to let you know that's that's what happened. Um, So yeah, hopefully it will be an amicable divorce. I think I heard somewhere that they have like a private judge who is like handling the whole case. Cause Cardi B is like, she wants, she don't want no drama. She just want to end the marriage and go on by her business. Correct. She don't want to do all the back and forth for the rah, rah. Um, so, you know, it, we were just talking about, you know, settlements and court and court things in and, and fees and things. So, um, Brianna Taylor's family filed a civil suit against the city of Louisville for her wrongful death. And the suit was settled for $12 million. So that's a win in some ways. Uh, that the city and at least will, acknowledges it, that her death was wrongful correct. and that they do need to compensate her family in some way. $12 and, and million and dollars is not nearly enough to compensate for what they've done. Yeah. Because Breonna Taylor ain't going to resurrect as and, a result.
2: And there's, and there's also changes to policies that are doing too.
0: Yes. But they also need to still arrest the people that killed her. Correct. That's um, until it happens. That's always going to be the energy. Arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor.
2: What was interesting was I was under the news twelve, mm-hmm. and they posted at news twelve, mm-hmm. and basically like they were um, a bunch of people were um, saying like a bunch of untrue facts about her, basically mm-hmm. saying she's a drug dealer, her boyfriend was a drug dealer, she shouldn't have been in her wrong, she shouldn't have been dating drug dealers. She should have
0: been asleep at her house in her bed, which is all, what people do.
2: But all, all that stuff was incorrect and lies. Right. Um, and but, even
0: if she was a drug dealer, even if the boyfriend was a drug dealer, she was still in her house, in her bed, asleep, in the middle of the night, like most normal people do.
2: Yeah. And then the person was like, well, it, it, was, it, was, the, it was the right thing they did because she was a drug dealer. They had to warrant her out and they, they made sure. The rest. I was like, if they were right, they wouldn't have paid her.
0: Right If if they felt like they were white They, they would never have paid any center. money
2: So obviously They were wrong Yes
0: Like what are you talking They're
2: about Not paid 12 million dollars Because they were They might be right
0: Right Because <laughs> the person that they were looking for They already Or they were allegedly looking for They already had in custody So they were dead wrong Correct That's a fact People are stupid um, So anyway Justice for Brianna Taylor Arrest or killers
2: Arrest yes. the killers Of a Breonna, Breonna Taylor. Shout
0: to Tobey um. Next thing So Kanye's been On the internet again um, Unsupervised And you know It's a whole lot of things That have happened I can't even get into All of it Like He's saying that Jay-Z sold his masters To buy his own masters back
2: He didn't say that He posted his contract And people made that assumption
0: It was implied I don't think he refuted it Whatever No, no he did Okay Maybe I ain't see that one from when <laughs> I put this
2: on the list. So this, we'll talk about that and then we'll talk about the other thing. Um, so what happened really in that whole situation, of course, black people will find a way to drag Jay-Z to everything. <laughs> they will find a way. Um, what really happened was when Jay-Z was coming the president of Def Jam, he sold Rockefeller because... In the contract of Rockefeller, when they first formed, was saying after a certain amount of years, they sell Rockefeller. They sell the rights to Rockefeller back to Def Jam, and that's what they did. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so Kanye West's first and Kanye West's contract was for six albums. F Y I, he only had one album at that time. Mm-hmm. Just keep that in mind. He didn't have six albums. Right. <laughs> he had college dropout only, and he sold the contract with everything else for his own masters. He sold the, all of Rockefeller to FGM for his masters, which is what which, which which was the thing. So it wasn't like he was like, "Yo, let me sell this real quick and get my masters." <laughs> That's these <funny. laughs> six albums. Right. No. He sold all of Rockefeller for his master's because that was in the contract when they put in Rockefeller that after a certain amount of years, they had to sell it back to them. Mm-hmm. And he did that to wipe his hands clean of Rockefeller and then he became president of Def Jam. That is what happened. So, send me now. <laughs>
0: listen, okay. Listen,
2: listen. Um, with the, with, with um, the whole thing with Kanye West... I get it. Like, he's now about looking at your contract, ownership, all the stuff and everything. But don't, like, come... Johnny come lately now because it affects you. Right. When people have been fighting for this for a long time. Right. Like, people have been talking about this for a long time. Right. But don't come... Don't Johnny come lately. Right. We should be owning our own things and... Can have Set our own table. You've been out here fighting to get the approval for these white people for years. Literally. Literally. For years. But, that, but now... I we need, need to own our own thing and check our or I'm like what, why now people been talking about that for a long time yeah people talk about contracts and everything right but, like but, and I'm like what do you but, d- now, but now it affects you
0: yeah because I'm like what are you talking you talk about this you allegedly still running for president like then he posted something on um on on Twitter saying you know talk addressing his daughter saying North I'm getting ready to go to war I'm willing to lay my life on line that's like. Do you have three other children, Kanye? Because it seems like you only acknowledge North. What about Chicago, Psalm and Saint? What about them kids? Like, why don't you, where's the energy for those kids? Like, I never hear you bring those kids up. It's always North. And I mean, I get it. Parents have favorites, but like there's, these kids can see this at some point. Like, what are you doing? Like, I just need to know what's happening. And I need someone to intervene because I keep saying Dame, Dame Dash post pictures like, oh, my man's doing fine. He's checking on me. I'm like, he's not fine. He's not fine because he'd just be on the internet at 3 o'clock in the morning just tweeting stream of consciousness thoughts. And I'm just like, okay, nobody's going to say anything here. Um, At one point, he was saying something. He demands an apology from Drake and J. Cole, and I was trying to figure out why. I was like, what happened? But then I figured out, at least on the J. Cole part, what the problem was. Because I think that False Prophet song that J, J. Cole made, which was talking about how he looked up to Kanye and he realized, you know, he might be trash. So maybe he feels like that's what they need an apology for. What he needs an apology from J. Cole for. And I guess Drake, you know, kind of trolled him quite a bit with Kim and with the whole Pusha a T situation. So that's what he needs an apology for. I'm like, I'm pretty sure neither one of them is going to apologize to you. I Drake is a Scorpio. J. Cole is an Aquarius. Neither one of them is apologizing to you. So you should probably move on. Just just saying. But. Somebody gotta go help Kanye. We gotta we gotta help our brother because he he going through something. Something's something's deeply wrong. And it just is playing out intentionally in our eyes. we say speaking to Biggs now. I shouldn't have said anything about Puma publicly. I apologize to Emery and J. <sighs> <laughs> so that was a tweet that Kanye put out that Mark just showed me. Mm-hmm. Somebody called Ye and got in that behind, okay?
2: Like Stop talking about what you do. Stop. Your stream of conscience is trash. Right. And like people keep talk, calling him a genius for it. Shut up. Like just know. Stop letting people know your moves and you look crazy. Let's do it. Right. Like just. Think, just... Think, get a conscious thought, then say it. Stop talking while things are going in your mind. Because yeah. it makes it look crazy.
0: Because literally, like he, what uh, some of the things he did in this whole thing? He posted himself a video of himself peeing on his Grammy. He posted every page of his contract essentially breaching his NDA and he leaked the personal phone number of the chief content officer for Forbes so Kanye has just been on our internet wilding and pissing off millions not millions but several people for a better part of a week and I'm just like dude what are you doing come on man like who can who can really help him at this point like I don't even know like who can really who can really intervene and get him together in the way that they need to, because something's wrong, y'all. Something wrong. Um, moving on to like entertainment TV news. Um, the game, the show on that was on it was on UPN, I believe, or WB or one of them channels, and then it moved to BET with Tia Mowry and Pooch Hall. Uh, there's talk about rebooting the show. They recently put the show up. I think the first three or four seasons on Netflix and um, they're talking about doing a reboot of the show. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be on Netflix or if it's going to be on another uh, network. I know the CW was discussing it at one point, um, but they said no. And, oh, okay. It will be rebooted um, on the Paramount Plus Um, streaming service. I didn't even know Paramount had a streaming service, but I guess you learn new things every day. Uh, I guess we'll see. I I hope it's with the original cast and it's not the randoms Um, because the show kind of got weird after um, Tia Mowry and uh, Pooch Hall left and they brought on um, what's her name? Uh, Lauren London and uh, Jay Ellis. Like it was cool, but it just wasn't the same. So I'll be very interested to see How this goes I wonder if Mara Brock Akil will be a part of it also because I know she signed a Netflix deal recently so I wonder if that is like competing with her with her Netflix deal if she does this show on uh, Paramount but I guess we'll see Um, hopefully it'll be out next year Um, in other television news um, the creative arts Emmys were virtually held yesterday I believe and Eddie Murphy won one for and I think this is his first one for his uh turn as SNL host. Um Dave Chappelle also won one won one for his um one of the comedy specials that he put out last year. I wanna say which one? I don't wanna be a liar. Um yes he won one for what for the one that's called For What It's Worth. He won oh, okay he won for that one. And uh, it was a primetime Emmy for Outstanding Variety Special, so he won for that one. And then Ron Cephas Jones and Jasmine Cephas Jones became the first father-daughter duo to win Emmys in the history of the Emmy Academy. So people who don't know who Ron Cephas Jones is, Ron Cephas Jones is the person who plays Randall's father on This Is Us. He's been in a bunch of other things, but that's probably the most notable role he's been in um, recently. And Jasmine Cephas Jones... If you watched Hamilton, she was Peggy Schuyler and um, the woman that Hamilton was cheating on his wife with. And Peggy. Yes. I know I said Peggy, but I can't remember that. Mariamma?
2: No, no. I I know. I was just saying what she says in the play. (laughs) That's right. And Peggy.
0: Yes. So they're father and daughter and they're the first to have ever won Emmy. She won an Emmy for a Quibi show she's on called or Quibi. I don't know how you say that. A Quibi show she's on called Free Ray Sean. She won um, an Emmy for that and her father won an Emmy for his uh, role on um, This Is Us. So, you know, that's just black excellence just to see all these beautiful, talented Black people winning stuff down to the Emmys. Super exciting. So, yeah, I was super excited when I found out that um, Jasmine was um, his uh, daughter because I think he's a great actor. Everything I've ever seen him in, I've been very impressed with. So congrats to all of those Emmy winners. And I think the, the primetime Emmys are happening tonight, I believe.
2: Yep, it's
0: tonight. Yeah. So we'll see what other winners... Emerge eight, from this
2: at 8 p.m.
0: At 8 p.m., Jimmy Kimmel is hosting it. Uh, I don't know, is it going to be on CBS? That's who they usually put it on, ABC. Yeah, it's going to be on ABC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Watchmen has been nominated. Um, The Mandalorian Disney Pluses have been um nominated as well. Oh, the guy who won for This is America, uh, What's his name? Goranson. He won an Emmy too. So he's almost EGOT because he has Grammys from working on This Is America with, um, with Childish Gambino. He has an Oscar for the Black Panther score. And now he has an Emmy for The Mandalorian. So he just need to get on one little Tony score and my man will be set. So, yeah. Congrats to him as well. He not black, but. He know how to do some music, so kudos.
2: Outstanding comedy series. The nominations are Curb Your Th- Enthusiasm, Dead to Me. Such a great show. Dead In- to Me is great, too. Insecure.
0: Ooh, that's a category.
2: Shit's Creek, The Good Place.
0: That's a category, child. I like all those shows. <laughs> the
2: Kaminsky Method.
0: That I've never seen.
2: And The Marvelous Miss Maisel.
0: Uh, I tried to get into that show. I wasn't, I wasn't moved. But that's a category, though. That's a category.
2: Um, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. It's um, Don Cheadle for Black Monday.
0: I want to watch that show.
2: Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Rami Youssef. Um, Eugene Levy, Ted Danson for The Good Place, and Michael Douglas for The Commitment Method.
0: Okay.
2: And actress, you have Tracy Ellis Ross, Christina Applegate, Linda Cardellini, Issa Rae.
0: Issa.
2: Catherine O'Hara and Maitre Brunson
0: okay
2: yeah so it's rooting for everybody black is probably the...
0: basically like Issa said rooting for everybody black
2: there's a lot of black people in the um, supporting actor ones
0: okay who, who they got who they got
2: um, Andre Brugger for Brooklyn 99 I like him oh yeah my, my uh, Marshall Ali oh for um, True Detective uh, Rami okay oh Rin. Okay. Kenyon Thompson Daniel Levy she's Greek um, William J- Jackson Harper for The Good Place Ah Um Alan Arkin Commission Method Sterling K. Brown The marvelous Miss Maisel And
0: Sterling K. Brown is getting a check Okay Yeah Sterling said I was in This Is Us I was in Black Panther He getting, getting a check you. Huh?
2: Yvonne Orgy is getting a supporting actress Oh
0: nice Okay
2: Well nominated for supporting actress Okay Well is important I'm not gonna go there everybody Yeah Eddie Murphy of course got the um Win for the,
0: the SNL hosting,
2: guest actor in comedy series. Yes,
0: indeed, indeed. So yeah, we rooting for everybody black. We'll see, we'll see how it all shakes out, and we'll probably talk about it on the next podcast. So is there anything else you had that you want to talk about? Anything else you want to bring up?
2: Um, we talked about the new music already.
0: Oh, new music! Oh my God, yes, new music. New music. New music. So this week, uh, some so some albums came out, some singles came out. Um, So Busta Rhymes and Anderson Pack have a song out. It's called "You," like it's literally spelled Y with like five U's at the end. Just go Google it; you'll find it. It's really great. Like I love both Busta Rhymes and Anderson Pack, and. Anderson Pack. I think they said it on the Joe Budden podcast. Anderson Pack is like hot sauce. Put it on everything. It makes it better. And that's Anderson Pack. Like put. I've never heard a bad Anderson Pack like feature ever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whenever somebody says featuring Anderson Pack, you are gonna get your life. And so um, we'll forgive him for that one contractually obligated not great album, but otherwise, um, yeah, Anderson Pack is lit. So the song, I enjoy it quite a bit. Anderson Pack produced the song in addition to being featured on it. Um, you know. My love for Busta Rhymes is unmatched. So, pretty happy with all of it. Um, Rhapsody put out a song as well. Um, I don't know if she's following this up with an album, but she put out a song as well. Um, and then. Oh, you put Go ahead. Like, see, this beat already gets me. I'm like, I don't care what they're talking about.
1: Check, check,
0: check. <laughs> bitch i had to bust you
2: listen
0: i love it i love it i love everything about it we probably gonna play it in a car when we leave here um that's my jam that's my new jam that's my current new jam um yeah rhapsody put out a single um also two albums came out um sean smith who we've mentioned before we featured him yes we featured him before um i think we played heaven when yeah. we featured him, yeah. Um, Sean Smith is like a word smith. Like that man, who,
2: He be writing, writing.
0: He be writing. He be writing. I, I love to listen to him, and it's like he's one of those artists where you listen to the song and you hear a different like metaphor or a different play on words every time. I, you be I, like, oh, I didn't I, even I, catch I, I, that I, the first time.
2: Yeah, let me just play the, the first like four bars.
0: Okay, play the, play the bars. Yeah. Yeah, one see no steak for dinner on me caught side at the staple center. I see right through you niggas, y'all transparent like Caitlyn Jenner. We ain't really tryna cause harm. Consider y'all niggas all worn. These dudes playing hangman, all the wrong words make them draw arms. I don't bang with these rap dudes, so why they constantly play with me? If your name ain't blind fury, you should probably watch what you say to me. I ain't really hard to find dog, I be out of town though in Philly. Should have played in the it movie, man. now you clown niggas kill me. I mean, come on, he gave you so much Just right so there, though.
2: He Just gave so you know. so much right
0: there. Like, Just come on. So you know. come on. On. I I look, I stand this gentleman, okay? stand. Just so you know. Stan, he gives me everything. He gives me he gives me what I need. Just 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 a taste. Just just a little taste. So it's called Till Death Do Us Art. Yes. That's the name of his uh I shouldn't call it an album. It's a, he, a, it's a six pack. It's a six pack EP situation. Um so yeah, go go get into that. It'll bless you. It'll change your life. Um and Alicia Keys also put out an album this week that i believe is self-titled
2: alicia yeah
0: yes it's self-titled alicia um mark played one of the songs on it i'm gonna have to give it a full listen because i don't like alicia keys's voice like on a tone level um and that's that's another reason that's tone is probably something we should have included in a lover to lose it because tone is a big difference for me like sonically i can't if i don't like the tone of your voice i can't listen
2: yeah And Alicia
0: Keys The tone of her voice It it stresses me out a little bit Like I just want to do A little pitch correcting Every now and again And so You know
2: hmm. Like I need to go back And listen to it Because I want to listen to I heard the Jill Scott song Was good
0: Well I mean it's Jill Scott Jill Scott is like Anderson Pack. Put it on everything It works
2: Jill Scott and the Tierra Wack one
0: I do like to hear And she has one with Snow Allegra, whose voice I do enjoy. Yeah, so
2: maybe. We'll, we'll rock those three and see how they go. Yeah.
0: Because like that first song, the one that opens the album, I was like, I turned this off. Um, I'm just being honest. I'm, there's no shade to that lady. I just, I just, I, I can't, I can't. It just, my ears are offended.
2: Let's, uh, let's move on. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, so
0: yeah, that was basically it um, for the things that had took place.
2: Um if you do not know, we do have Thursday tips at 10. Thursday tips at 10. We have it um live on our Facebook and I do it live on YouTube also. Please so look for us on Facebook and YouTube.
0: Which which profile? Cuz you know we got about 35.
2: The bonafide LM is the one for Facebook. Okay. Is the is the username, I'm sorry. Um it's if you look up Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing it should pop up. Word. Um. So please participate. Check it out. Uh, um. It we come get some advice and tips. It does it does get saved up there. If you want to see what we talked about before, you can see it on there also. Um. The twenty fourth is going to do it. The next one is, how do I set prices for my services? Word. Uh, that's the next one coming up.
0: Important major keys. Mark out here giving you major keys. I the keys, key. keys, keys, keys. I got the keys, keys, keys. Like uh, life advice, not like drugs. That
2: is the only like song that is acceptable with Future and Jay-Z. The other ones are trash. Um, there are other ones? Yeah, there's other, that's the other song that you keep the shot. Not that shining, um, another one. Top Off? Top Off, yeah. Oh,
0: I do like that. I don't know why you don't like that song.
2: I do not like that song.
0: <laughs> Something's wrong with you.
2: Um, that's a and, jam. Key, and the keys is okay. I think it's it's okay. I'm not a future fan. It's probably what it is. Also.
0: Neither am I, but I do like those two songs. Yeah. I do. It is what it is.
2: All right. Ready?
0: Yes, I'm ready to pack this thing up. So thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. Follow us on the socials. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let somebody get this life that we be trying to serve on this podcast every week. Okay. Get This life, this life. Okay, so until next time, we bid all you beautiful, amazing, lovely people
1: (gasps) adieu. Uh huh, uh
0: huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear podcast. Hey, it's the All Love no fear podcast check us out it's the all love oh no fear podcast Podcast, podcast. Uh
1: uh-huh uh-huh all love oh no fear podcast